Touche, Gage. I saw what you did there. You, I told you it was going to be your last pod, so you split into two, so you could get an extra pod. <laughs> I fucking tricked you. <laughs> well, we're back. This is part two. Um, if you haven't seen part one, go see the last episode where we ranked we we uh, ranked the twenty twenty redraft the twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one rookie class as well as talked a little bit James Harden, talked Team Canada. But I'm assuming you've all already seen that, so we can probably just jump into it. Or if you don't give a fuck about any of that shit, like yeah. you can, you can just like, watch. I really want to know what they feel about the twenty twenty to twenty eighteen. It's just like damn, like like would I pick fucking uh, Kevin Herter or Michael Porter Jr. first <laughs> in the, the twenty nineteen draft? Yeah. Um. Well, twenty eighteen. Uh, those are different. Actually, I don't even have Herter on this list, so I can't tell you what draft it is. A little bit of a spoil. But eighteen is definitely um MPJ. Because he's on my list. Okay. Well, those guys are the same draft. Mm. Yeah. You, you nailed it. Um. So now we're back to the 2020 draft. Mm-hmm. And this back and forth thing with like who's getting picked first. Well, honestly, the only interesting pick for me of the five is is the Cade versus Mobley. Other than that, sure. I didn't have that I think hard of a time. 2019, you could argue both ways. Yeah, I think that's the second closest, right. for sure. Uh, but this one's Anthony Edwards. Of course. 2020. Uh, he's just already a star. Like he's, yeah. already, he's already probably the best player on his team, and he has two like dudes who have both been all-stars all in their prime. Yeah, like uh, most of the dudes on this list probably won't ever be as good as Anthony Edwards was last year. And right. I think Anthony Edwards is going to be better in his career than he was exactly. last year. Yep. Um. I mean, like, what, what do I even need to say for Anthony Edwards? Like, he's, it's, it's funny. Like, Carl Anthony Towns is like a good player. He's a legitimately right. good player. Yeah, and he just had his franchise player tag like <laughs> ripped out. ripped from him by yeah. by Anthony Edwards. Like, you, they roll the dice. They have the three first overall picks over the years with Wiggins and Towns and yeah. Edwards, and the only one that seemed to like really change the direction of that franchise mm-hmm. in a tangible way is Anthony Edwards. Right, and all three of those are great players. Wiggins won a championship two years ago. Yeah, I mean, like, none of them are, like, ab- absolute busts. No, um, I would say they're all, like, if you ex- told me that's what you're getting with the first pick, it's like, sure, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Wiggins is average to below average. Uh, sure. He's fine. He's, he's, you know, good. Especially because he wasn't that good in Minnesota. Anyway, this isn't the Wiggins pod. This <laughs> is the Anthony Edwards-only pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just sick. And he's got Moxie. He's, he's like, a great yeah. scorer. Yeah. He's got defensive like chops that like he are tries. like he wants to be a good defender. Yeah, he wants to be a good defender. And yeah. I think he could be. Like yeah. I think he could end up being yeah, a really good defender in this too. league. I, I I love Anthony Edwards. We just talked about him on uh the last pod, not the not part one of this, but the one before that, about also doesn't miss any games. No, yeah, he plays a ton of games. And like as I like I don't want to brush over the point I made earlier that like he changed that franchise. Like mm-hmm. they were wandering in the desert for like years, even when they had Kevin Garnett. Right. On their it's team. like, is D'Lo going to be the answer to pair with Cat? <laughs> yeah. And then before that, it's like Towns and Wiggins and Levine. It feels right. like we should have something here. Like, let's see. Yeah. And before that, it's like Kevin Love needs some help. And right. before that, it's like Kevin Garnett needs some help. Yeah. Like they didn't make the playoffs from 04 until 
2018, the one year with Jimmy Butler. And Kevin, then Jim- Gar- or, um, Kevin Love never makes the playoffs? No, not in Minnesota. Wow. And then, like, yeah, they make it one year with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy it's- Butler leaves, and yeah. then the team, it's like, holy shit, they're fucked. And he bullies them, on yeah. the too. And then... He embarrasses them. Less than two years after he bullies them, they luck into Anthony Edwards. Yeah. In a draft where I remember in this draft, it was like... Pretty questionable who would go first. Very like, Edwards, Wiseman, and Ball were all kind of seen on the same level of like talent. Yeah, um, this is probably the first draft I was like super locked in, and I was like listening to podcasts, like talking about it and like looking at um, mock drafts and shit like that. And yeah, you're 100 percent right. The there was a uh, honestly the 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 top three that ended up being the drafted. Like people were saying that any one of them could have been the number one pick. Um, and then Minnesota ended up uh, get uh, making the right choice. Yeah, it's kind of like Detroit with uh, with Cade Cunningham, yeah, it, it where it's like, like, like I don't think Mobley was seriously gonna take over that first pick because it was Cade for a while, but he was kind of pushing on that, right. and like it's just the right pick, right. and even and Green or, too. Like, yeah, Green was also pushing on yeah, that yeah. as well. Actually, that's a lie. the The draft I'd say is even closer to this one is last year's draft because yes. it was uh like Jabari Smith Jr., Chet mm-hmm. Holmgren and Palabancaro, we had no idea who would go right, first until no like the idea. last minute. But then yeah. And I think they made obviously the right choice. Yes. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah, these these drafters and people give them a hard time because you remember the misses, but there's a reason they had their jobs. Yeah. Ant is awesome. Uh and I think we're done glazing though. I'll go with my <laughs> set I think this is like you once again have set me in a very fun spot where I get to dictate how our draft looks because that was the obvious choice, and I feel like there's a there's a pretty solid debate between two three here. I think there's a really good debate. I think it's one of the better debates to be had throughout all of these because it's yeah. juicy because both these players are really really good, both, and they they play the same position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would rather with my second overall pick, I'm taking Tyrese Halliburton. I uh, I love that. Because nothing better than when we disagree about this kind of stuff. <laughs> you had that, ball? Yeah, and I sure. knew that we would disagree on this. Uh, I love Halliburton. I love everything about him. I love how, him as a teammate. I love him as a player. I love mm-hmm. him on podcasts. I think he has his own podcast, maybe. Or he signed, I think, to JJ's, but maybe he just to make a certain amount of appearances or something. I don't know. But anyways, I like everything about Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, he can shoot when nobody said he was going to be able to. Um, he is an elite playmaker, like was a hair short of leading the league in assists last year with very low, um, turnover. Um, he's a franchise player on a better franchise than the other guy I was comparing between. Uh, and I think, uh, I mean, it obviously worked out for Sacramento. They needed to get it out, but, uh, they, I feel like they're going to regret, like, honestly, I, I would almost rather trade Fox than Tyrese at this point, but I'm going. I'm going way off the rails on this one uh, by saying that it's a crazy discussion to be had. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tyrese is just so good. There's uh, he's such a smart basketball player too. Uh, always seems to make the right play. Um, could be better defensively, but you could say that also about the third guy. That third guy. First of all, I'll give Tyrese Halliburton his flowers because I do think like the fun thing about this debate is like not only are they pretty comparably talented, I would mm-hmm. say, but they're talented in the same way. Yeah, exactly. Like like Elite we're talking talent. about two guys who are e- like like 
two of the best playmakers we're going to talk about today. Two yeah. of the like the five best playmakers. Yes. Like uh, the number one guy in the next draft, like might be the best. But well, honestly, the number one guy in the last draft we did was the best playmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting ahead of myself. Luka. Yeah, Luca is the best. Uh, and then like honestly, there's another guy in this draft who's probably a better playmaker than either of yes. these guys. But <laughs> that's way ahead of ourselves. These guys are both like offenses in and of themselves. Yes. Like, uh, and they make their teammates genuinely better with their playmaking. They're not just like, I'm going to playmake just to playmake. Both of these guys, like, like their teammates love them. Like, Tyrese Halliburton's teammates love Tyrese yes. Halliburton. And I'm going to pick Lamel Ball, third, uh, who, who I would have had second. Another guy who, like, people always said, like, oh, like, he's like, you know, he's too cocky. Like, it's like, there's right. too much drama with his dad, too much drama in that. I, have, you ever heard, have you ever heard any of his teammates say, like, I don't like Lamella. Right, exactly. Like, most of them are like, yeah, playing with him is sick. Yeah. Like, he always finds me in the spots right. I like to, like, like the ball. I mean, you just always want to play with good playmakers. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, like, I think, for me, it's pretty close between these two guys. I, I yeah. flip-flopped a lot between them. I mean, like, um, honestly, if I was really starting a franchise, I might take Lamella just because he's going to sell more tickets. But if I want to win games, which is the mindset I have, is Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Well. I think Lamello is more ambitious than Tyrese. And yeah. I think... At this stage in their career, that you, makes you like Lamelo that. a worse player than Tyrese, like this season. Right, but like it means that he has a higher ceiling, right. which I like. And like he has the same build as his brother. Like rest in peace. Like actually, such a sad story. But <laughs> not like, like yes. not actually dead. But like it's actually like his career is. It is a very um, and like I think that he could end up being that good defensively. I think either of these guys could. They both have tools, but I think Lamelo like. Like maybe it's just because his brother like yeah, is good yeah. on defense that makes it easier to like look at that guy and be <laughs> right. like that's a build that could play defense. But the problem with Lamelo and he feels longer too. We we talked about we talked about no homo. Uh, we talked about Cade <laughs> earlier. Um, and Lamelo and Cade have a very similar problem where like there's so much cool playmaking there. Yeah. And like who the fuck are they passing to? Yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah. my! Like exactly. they're such high level playmakers that right. like if you put like good shooters around them, mm-hmm. like they could like make that offense sing. But like who plays? Like what's right, the exactly. best? What's the best spot up shooter Lamelo's ever played with? Uh, Rogier. Yeah, and he's not really a spot. He likes to take a couple yeah, dribbles. Exactly. So yeah, Gordon Hayward, yeah. Gordon Hayward likes to take a couple dribbles. Right. And honestly, better with the ball in his hands because he likes to pass it more. And like Miles Bridges is kind of like OG. He'll just take the three. Yeah, but he's not that good. Of a yeah, he's not that good of a three point shooter. And like that team, like oh my, I, like Charlotte is. It makes me sad looking at that team. Yeah. I, I made the hot claim last year, and I know you pushed back on this that like Charlotte fans are probably the most sad fans in the NBA. But that was a, that, that age well. Uh, yeah, but I think your take that Minnesota fans are the most sad fans in the NBA, like also age decently well because like they still decently do have the. Well, but they the ended up being time. better. They ended up being yeah. fine by the end. Like I think Minnesota fans are in a fine spot. I think they're happier than Charlotte fans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, with with, with uh, the end of that year in hindsight, yes. I mean the Gobert contract looked a lot worse that part in the season yes. than it looks now. Especially with the money that was given out this season. But yeah, that's a exactly. whole different discussion. Uh, like, Charlotte is just a sad organization. And it's so sad that we're going to move on to the fourth pick. To a, such a hype organization. This is an organization that if I was a fan of, oh my god, every day I wake up with a giant smile on my face. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Desmond Bain from the uh, this, Memphis Grizzlies. This is another really close one between four and five. <laughs> and you being like, being like, oh, every day I wake up with a smile on my face <laughs> makes sense for both of them. Because they both play for kind of shit show, but like successful You're organizations. Right. True. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, Desmond Bain, just... Uh, 
elite shooter already. One, literally one of the best shooters in the entire league. Um, average, like I think he averages closer to twenty five than twenty, but definitely over twenty points per game. Um, you know, solid uh, defender. Uh, but like just an absolute elite offense. Um, he's exactly what you want in a shooting guard. If you have a ball dominant point guard, which they do, uh, you want a guy who just doesn't need much touches. When he grabs it, he's gonna catch and shoot, and it's probably gonna go in. And he's really, really strong. Um, it's really you can't really uh, mess with him too much. He's not as tall, so I guess you could block his shot. But like, there's really no like defense you can play on him just because he's so strong. Like you can't get physical like with a lot of shooters. Um, and he's just an absolute, he's just a bucket. Um, he is a bucket. And, uh, yeah, I, the, he needs to have a cooler nickname. There needs to be something done with Bane, you know? Facts. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't have him on my list at all. His arms are a little too short. It freaks <laughs> me out. I think he's, uh, w- when JJ Redick retired, he was the only player in the NBA with a negative Yeah, he was a tiny arm. I know. He's, he's like a weird looking dude, like, right. like build wise. Like he's, he's Yeah, he's like D's, small and D's with so tiny small arms. With tiny arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, let, let me lay down something for you right now. Uh-huh. And this is more of a general Memphis Grizzlies kind of deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have such a bright future, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you have this team, right, with this dude, transcendently talented point guard. Like, yes. Almost generational talent. Dude who is, like, like just, like, franchise-changing. Like, yeah, we'll get to him in the next round. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got this just knockdown elite, elite shooter yeah. next to him at the shooting guard. And then you have a power forward who is just such a good defender. Deploy, right? Yeah, Deploy. We'll such a good defender. Multi-tool guy. Multi-tool guy, right? And they're all around the same age, yeah. right? All and one year apart. Yeah. Huh. It kind of reminds me of Steph Curry, transcendent point guard, mm. Clay Thompson, elite lockdown shooting shooter at the shooting guard, and Draymond Green at power Ooh, forward. And like, elite okay. defense. And obviously, like, that is a dynasty. Like, yeah. that, like there might be not be another team that, like, gets three players that good around the same time, right? That's a mm-hmm. tough thing to do. But, like, this Memphis team could be so, so good. For and I don't love the Desmond Bain contract in a vacuum, like the five years, $40 million yeah. a year contract. But I think for what that team is doing with their big three that mm-hmm. are all pretty young, same timetable, and have, like, abilities that mesh really well together, yeah. I think he's super... I think he's still a little bit underrated, even though I think people have kind of, like, you know started to like right. him a little bit more. Um, and yeah, like I, I think he's part of the reason why that team's such a bright future. He's also one of the more likable ones on their team. Yeah, he, for sure. He, he'll do interviews and stuff and talk, but he's not like cocky. Like yeah. uh, some of the other ones, if, if that's not what you're into, you still have uh, that. Um, yeah, you're, that's, that's an excellent point. I didn't even think about the Warriors, but, yeah, and a team that they beefed a lot too. Oh yeah, you that little rivalry. Oh, yeah. it's the old versus the young. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Who do you have um, for number five though? Uh, pretty obviously Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Bain, Tyrese Maxey. Uh, I have Tyrese Maxey above Desmond Bain. That's kind okay. of a pick em for me. Uh, I think sure. Desmond Bain's better right now, but I think Tyrese Maxey is a, a little more upside yeah. personally. Uh, Tyrese Maxey is like part of this is I like speed more than shooting. Not that Tyrese Maxey can't shoot. He for somebody who's like a slashing guard, like his jump shot is really nice. Yeah, but like holy crap! Yeah, he's an excellent jump shot for how good he is as a slasher. That guy is insanely he fast. Is quick. 
he's he's like John Wall, Darren Fox level, right. like prime Russell Westbrook, like that kind of yes. like oh my, like Darren Fox. There's is no so one can quick, keep up with so him. Fast. Coast to coast, he'll outrun anyone. Like, like if you are sleeping and he gets the ball thrown to him at the three point line, it feels like he's at the rim, like he teleported there. Yeah. Like how, like I literally didn't see him take any yeah, steps. Exactly. Like how the hell did you get there? He and like also great teammate from everything I've, I've seen. Yeah, and it's not like with him and Desmond Bain. Like it's funny. Like Edwards and Halliburton and Ball are on like different levels of organizations that are like. Yeah. pretty good to like outright atrociously like worst organization possibly <laughs> yeah. in basketball yeah. Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey like are winning players they're both players who have been top three on teams that have yeah. one playoff series which is really impressive yep. for dudes who have only played three years mm-hmm. and like I, I think uh, you couldn't go wrong with either of them like if you passed up on Desmond Bain to take Tyrese Maxey then you're fine and if you pass up on Tyrese Maxey yeah. to take Desmond Bain you are fine uh, I love Tyrese Maxey that's, yeah, that's all I have to say about He's that. He's awesome. Super quick. Speaking of quick, for number six, I'm taking Emmanuel quickly. I love that. I have him at seven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think um, quickly is like, uh, he just, he reminds me, honestly, a lot of uh, Tyrese in uh, just like their age and like kind of their role to their team. Not necessarily too much in their play style, even though they play like basically the same position. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he's just a just a bucket getter for a really good team. Uh, not a really good team for a good team. Um, he has shown that uh, he can. He's a winner. Um, I don't know. Just a just a solid player. I can't really complain too much about him. He's not good on defense, but he gets buckets like uh, no one lower than him on this list does, and that's why I'm uh, taking him at six. Did he win six man of the year? Or did Brogdon win it? Uh, Brogdon, I believe. What a, like, I already forgot who won that award. What a stupid, bullshit, useless award. Other than the year Scotty won it. Quick. quick. <laughs> no, no, six man. Oh, six no, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Sorry. A little short, short gauge tangent in here. What a stupid, oh, bullshit, yeah. dumbass award. Yeah, you're the you sixth guy on your team. Year, you're not even good enough to start. Like, here's your right. fucking flowers. What the fuck is that shit, bro? Like, are you kidding me? Like, that has to be, like, the most... I would rather own most improved player than, than fucking sixth man of Agreed. the year. It is the it least is, important one. It's kind of cool that there's an award for that, because, like, you gotta give up a bit for that. But, like, it shouldn't be, like, one of the big awards. It should be, like, the sportsmanship award, where you just don't give a fuck who wins that. Yeah, exactly. Like... like Lou Williams has won the award, like, three times. Right. Lou Will isn't going to the hall. No. What other award can you win that shit three times? You don't go to the hall. You win three deep boys, you're going to the hall. Yeah. Like, uh, you... Yeah, Ben Wallace uh, is probably the example like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if th- that's an interesting criteria, but you have to cut it off some point. If you cut that off, then people are going to say the same thing about MIP. MIP's cool, though. I, I, like, I like the idea of like dudes who came out of nowhere. It's interesting. Yeah, but it's like... Y- why am I like if I'm let's say you and I are competing and it's like well uh Gage was um better the year before uh and Anthony was a little bit worse even though Anthony didn't reach the same heights like why are you being punished because you were better the year before like it's kind of a weird thing to like compete for 
Like, it's fine to call it out, but it's also, that's one pretty similar thing to, like, the Sportsmanship Award. But, like, anybody who's, like, taken, like, a gym class knows that it's not about who's the most athletic person in the gym class. What's it about? You get tested at the beginning of the year, and oh, then you get right. tested throughout, right, and right. as your fitness gets better, you get better marks. And, like, it's kind of also a bit of a bullshit award, I won't lie. Uh, and, like, those awards are kind of fun. Like, who really cares how yeah. important or not important they are? Like, once again, like... Like James Harden's six man of the year is like not even thought it's about. A on his, yeah, it's like not even thought about <laughs> on his resume. Right, and like same with like Giannis's most improved player. Like, right, like right. when you when you're like elite, when elite, you if you're an MVP, yeah, those awards mean nothing. As opposed to like deep one, which right. is you like still bring up, you yeah, still bring, you still bring up Giannis two time deep, yeah, play. or like Hakeem, like or Michael Jordan, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. deep right. matters. Or LeBron, oh wait, no, that was Mark's deep second team all defense yeah. deep <laughs> Talking about deep boys, my seventh pick. Jane McDaniels. I okay. Wow, interesting. I like it. I like it. I I had to Google it like three times. So I was like, "Is this the right McDaniels I'm thinking of?" I was like, "Okay, Minnesota's whole career. Okay, <laughs> the transactions. Okay, we're good." Uh, where'd you have Jane McDaniels? Real quick. Eight. Eight. Okay, so we're in the we're in the ballpark right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had him in quickly flipped. Um, got it. Jane McDaniels is. Uh, like a really, really good defenseman. Yes, uh, a defenseman, defender, defender. Yeah, because Minnesota is and uh, was a great defense uh, even before Gobert. They were a good defense, and that was mainly on him. And then with Gobert, he's excellent. Yeah, I mean, like when your front court's Kyle Anderson, Jaden McDaniels, and Rudy Gobert, like you're going to be a really good defensive team, right? Um, but yeah, just for Jaden McDaniels, and like he's, it's not like he's bad offensively. Like it's not like. The Herb Jones we talked about earlier. Right. We're like, Herb Jones is, like, fine on offense. It's right. not like he's, he's, he's inefficient. A, he's a little bit of a... Like, you, you just don't really, like, need him. Yeah. Like, if, if his defense was average, he wouldn't be in the league. Right. Like, if Jaden McDaniels' defense was average, he'd be at the end of a bench, just off his athleticism. Right. And his, he and would get length. no meaningful minutes, but he would be on Yeah, he would be on a roster. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it's, it, like, the best defender in this draft, I believe, unless I'm really uh, dropping the ball. It depends on so like, Pat Williams. Mm. I think oh, I think Pat Williams is. I but I think they're close. I, I think they're close. Pat Williams is, is injured proven. often. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Pat Williams with the finals. It was like a major defensive piece of his team. Oh. Yeah. What? Isn't Pat Williams the uh the Bulls? Patrick Williams? Oh, I thought you were talking about Rob Williams. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no Patrick Williams' defense isn't that good. Patrick Williams' defense is fine. Patrick Williams is Overeat as fuck, but like, uh, <laughs> bro, I swear to please, like, please hit me with Patrick Williams as your eighth overall pick. No, he is on my list though, but on the worst spot, you could be on the list. He's tough. I don't know why. Yeah, said in such a weird, who, who, cryptic who, way. Who is your eighth pick? Uh, Devin Vassell. That's right where I had Devin Vassell too. <laughs> I had him at seven because I had uh, McDaniel City. Oh, okay, okay, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had I had him at eight. You you read my mind. Uh, yeah, Devin Vassell. Uh, you know, just, uh, just already a really good player. Um, he, uh, he can just score. I mean, his team is absolutely trash and someone needs to get up the points, but he's the one doing it. And, uh, in, in a way that like some of the other people that we talked about aren't like, uh, in the last draft, we were talking about, um, uh, who am I, what's a good example? Like Jeremy Sohan is actually a good example because they, they play on the same team. Uh, where we're like, yeah, he, I mean, like, he, he still averaged 10 or whatever, but, like, uh, Devin Vassell, like, I think he averages, like, close to 20. Uh, he averages 18. 
And he's like, he's yeah. going to be the second best player on that team this year. Right. Uh, depending on how high you're yeah. on Kelvin Johnson. But I think he has a much more well-rounded, at least offensive game. And I think he'll mm-hmm. work with Wemby. He's like efficient too. Like, yeah. it, it, like it's not like that's 18. He shoots pretty yeah, well 18 from and a half. 18 and and half. What does he shoot from three? Like 38 or something like that? Mm, yeah. 30, no, if you run 38.7. So yeah. Like, not, like 18 with 38 from three on like, he's taking a lot of threes on that team yeah. too. That's really fucking good. Right. And it's also a bad team. It's not like he's getting like crazy open looks all the time. Like, cause they have some elite talent. Like if, if he was putting up 18 on 38% from three and that team was even a playing team, like not even just a playoff team, even a playing team, he's above guys like quickly and McDaniels. Oh yeah. Like just off of his stats. It's just that his team sucks. Like how much can you right, Exactly. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> And, and, I mean, he's not good on defense. Well, I mean, neither is um, quickly. So. No. Yep, Devin Vassell, number eight from the Spurs. Okay, we're about to we're about to get into f- some shaky territory. Yeah, we are. There's literally no good. Like, yes. after this, after this, like, if those were the only eight players out of this draft <laughs> still in the league in, like, five years from now, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be sure. Like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I predicted that. Uh, and so I won't judge any picks here. You can okay. literally put whoever okay, you want here. This is a, this is a safe this space. This is a safe space. And... I hate this because I don't actually think he's as good as fans of this team say he is. But I'm gonna pick Onyeka Okongwu here. Okay. Um, I just from the Hawks. Yeah, I just think he's like an athletic, good rim running big, and like obviously like he plays with Trey, and so he gets like a lot of like the eleven buckets from that. But it's like defense is good, and like you know what, like he's like a solid NBA player. I mean, if your team is thinking about trading away Clint Capella to give you some more minutes, then like you got to be pretty good, right? True. That's a that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, let's not take too much of the time talking about these picks. Uh, sure, so that was your number nine. Mm-hmm. So then number nine, number nine, <laughs> number nine. Uh, so I'm gonna take Sadiq Bay uh, <sighs> with number ten. Sadiq Bay might just be better than Onyeka Okongwu <laughs> off that same team. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, good. Um, can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. Um, I feel like that whole team can low key shoot. Like, yeah, they really don't. Other than like Capella and Nakano, uh, <laughs> and the guy you expect. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I feel like you could switch him. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't watch too many of the Hawks, uh, but he has the frame for it at least. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, solid player. You know. He'll put he'll put up, he'll put up some points for you. Do you have anybody uh, that you left off that got left off from? Your I team? did have Pat Williams at number ten. I had Josh Green at number ten. Next, who are both good. And good is being used very liberally there. Right, right. relatively they're both, good. They're both fine. All right, let's go to a let's go to a new draft. Where are we now? We're, we're in twenty nineteen. So this I is pre pandemic. Like... These were the golden days. Yeah, these next two drafts really don't have any misses. Twenty, like, the tenth pick are good players. Twenty nineteen is probably the mo- the best year in ball, and also the most based uh, champion of Facts. all time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. We can just move on to the next but draft. It's kind of weird, it, like because t- we're t- you're talking about different seasons. You really should be hinting it at the year before because it's the 2019 draft, so it's a 1920. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But this is fresh off of the most base championship <laughs> yeah, exactly. of all time. This is like less than a month after the greatest championship parade <laughs> ever held in any sport ever. Probably the, greatest, the greatest city. Probably too. just the greatest parade in the greatest city of all time. <laughs> And like the greatest person, the greatest parade of all the, time, is crazy. the greatest number one and number two people of all time were definitely there. Yes, guaranteed. <laughs> I know, like I know for a fact. Honestly, I think a lot of like I think five out of my top ten were there. <laughs> 
Drake, <laughs> Kyle Lowry, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. <laughs> was he there? Yeah, he was. He gave a speech. Oh, I, I think we we went to the train before. Yeah, the end of it. I've watched like the whole like parade yeah. like tons of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the. I've definitely seen the like the players each talk. Uh, I've never seen Trudeau talk. Uh, I think you got the first pick in this draft. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh my god, I feel like you kind of blessed me. I keep getting the meaningful choices. At the yeah, top you of do, list. and I keep on getting the fucking. The even on the next one, I'm mean, gonna have another freebie. You are. Um, yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. Um, so obviously, we're talking between John Morant and Zion Williamson, and because I just read them in that order, I feel like you can tell where my head's at. Uh, I'm gonna take John Morant with the first overall pick. Um, if Zion was healthy, John isn't that healthy as a player. Like, he gets injured, he gets suspended, but, like, Zion misses so much time. Like, it's unreal. Healthy Zion's the second best player of any player in this draft, and healthy Zion might deadass be better than Luka. Healthy Zion is, like, a a revelation. Yes, every single time Zion plays, he's so good. Um, but, like, it's not like Jaws back when he plays at all. Um, Jaws and a franchise player, someone who, um, I would love to build a team around. Um, he is already a winner. I feel like since he got drafted, the Grizzlies have been good. Uh, and it's all because of him. He is like the most electric player in the world. He, it took like such a roller coaster because I feel like people are like, yeah, Zion, or Jaws sick. And people are like, Jaws so sick. He's like the most awesome player in the whole league. And then now people started hating on him. Um, but obviously he's still so, so cool. So fun. Um, I mean, obviously his jumper needs work. He could be a little bit of a better defender. Um, but he's an elite playmaker, uh, who also just gets buckets in his sleep. Um, you, all of our listeners know John Morant. I don't really need to talk too much more about it. And, uh, do you want to talk about Zion? (laughs) If you want to hear my thoughts on John Morant, Rewind this podcast, like, I don't know, 10 minutes to so when I literally made. compared him to Stephen, to Wardell Stephen Curry. Right. Like, one of the greatest point guards, the second greatest point guard to ever play this game, in right. my Arguably estimation. Arguably first. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, it's very sad they never gets to play. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about injuries right now. Uh, injuries is the reason that he's second. I think it's pretty obvious that he's still second. There's some good players who are going to come after him. But, like, just, like, like if Zion is healthy for right. a full season, like, you can win a championship with him as your best player. Right. Even though I've literally never seen him in a playoff series. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Like, I just do. I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. he's unstoppable going to the rim. I haven't and he's, seen- like, undersized, too. I, I haven't seen a player, like, score at the rim with that ease. Pretty much ever outside yeah. of LeBron James, right? And like Giannis, like up there. Like I don't even know if like Zion might be number two before Giannis for me. As right. crazy as that sounds, right. like he like is unstoppable. And because it's not the first bucket, Giannis gets the first bucket more than Zion. Right. Zion like misses. Like springboard, up, right? Or you grab block a shot, he'll yeah. grab it before you yeah. go up. Yeah, Just misses again. Uh, the amount of times I've seen him miss two shots in a row and then score on the third attempt, <laughs> like and one, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. he's so athletic. He's yes. so 
physical. He's so big. He's got like a bit of a jumper for like somebody who's like that much of just like a slasher, which he doesn't even need to no. have getting to the rim that well. Right. Like uh, he should be a better defender is the one thing. He's also like he he's a highlight defender. Yeah, like, they have those crazy jump blocks, but um, but that's it. That's about it. But yeah, I mean, he's undersized and he's still like the most efficient player. I think he like. I think he was leading the NBA in field goal attempts at the rim at a certain point. Um, he might have ended the season. Uh, actually, he probably doesn't call for that side, but whatever. He's up there. And, like, he's only, like, 6'6", six, six, right? 6'7"? Six, no, like, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Like, yeah, he like, short. he's short. And he's sometimes he scores over all these centers like it's nothing. Like, he's, like, a man amongst boys, and even though he's so young. I mean, this gets brought up a lot when it comes to Zion, and, like, Honestly, it almost gets brought up too much, but I'm going to bring it up again because, like, fuck it. The Pelicans were the one seed when well, Zion got yes. hurt. That team didn't even make the fucking playoffs. They right, had to win two playing games. Right. They were the one seed. Yes. Well, he was, yeah, when he's healthy, they're like that. They are like because he is like that. Because mm. Brandon Ingram is really good. Yeah, CJ McCollum is solid. Valanciunas. We talked about Herb Jones. We talked about Trey Murphy. They got a pretty right. good team. You put a, that team. They need one thing, and that's a superstar, and then they're a championship contender. And Zion is a bona fide superstar. Yeah, he's one of the hardest players for me to rank and best players in the league currently. Right, because like who knows? Like at his best, he's a top ten player, but like well, right. he's never healthy. Yeah, so. Anyway, I think this third pick for you, uh, not to stomp on yet, but I think it's so free. I think yeah. that like it's such a big gap between Zion and this right. guy and then this guy in the field. Cam Johnson. No. <laughs> no. no. I, I'm taking DG the PG, Darius yeah. Garland. Yeah, that's the pick. Um, you know, uh, I mean, like, it was always... I remember Cleveland was, like, really shit, but people are like, but Sexland is awesome. And you're like, wow, Sexland is awesome. Like, damn. And I was honestly like, damn, Colin Sexton, he's so good. Like, he can just score, like, the best of them. And Colin Sexton leaves, he is not that good. And then you realize, like, oh, wow. It wasn't the sex. It was the land. Because <laughs> <laughs> Darius Garland is legit. Um... Well, like it kind of in the same vein as Tyrese Halliburton, like uh, and Lamelo Ball, just like an absolute elite point guard, uh, floor general type, um, makes his teammates like really good. Like he, he's honestly the reason Jared Allen made an All Star team. Yeah, um, that ass. And yeah, Cleveland is uh, like, like obviously Mobley's their future, but like Mobley, the only reason they they are able to be as good as they are. Obviously, there's Donovan Mitchell, but also is like Darius Garland being the backbone of that team, uh, just putting everyone in such a good spot. Uh, really good offensive player, uh, regardless. Um, fine defensively, uh, passable. You you don't put him on the best guard in the other team, but he's not going to get embarrassed every night. Yep. Uh, just a really really good player, better than every single other person on this list. So, uh, like you said, it was a free choice, number three, and I think you have a really interesting choice for the next one. Yeah, real quick on Darius Garland, I think he's. Super underrated, uh, especially because like, like he gave up a decent amount when Donovan Mitchell yeah. went to that team, and he was still really effective last yeah. year. I mean, like he just works with anyone. Like mm-hmm. he's it's just the playmaking. He plays with pace too, which I right. like. And playmakers with pace are like really fun to like watch. Right. And like shit, like you want to like sag off him to defend whoever he's gonna pass to. He'll hit a jumper in your face any day of the week. 
Like, mm-hmm. he's just so good. I love Darius yes. Garland. Very talented. Number four. Um, <laughs> this is a really, really interesting pick. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, there's three or four options that you can choose from. I'm going to take somebody who you isn't even one of the options that you picked. Okay. Well, I actually don't know if he's one of the options that you right. picked or not. Uh, I just think he has the highest upside. And that's R.J. Barrett. Yeah. R.J. Barrett. Uh, we talked earlier. Who was it? Jalen Williams about the 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 wing that wing build that like right. just works for stars. Yeah, yeah. RJ Barrett, really good defender, can score in a lot of different ways. He's never quite put it together, and mm-hmm. like how I mean, he was drafted at what number three, three in that draft, and, and it was like saying it was a three person draft. Yeah, and it, that's that's what fucks him. Honestly, if people were just saying it's a two person draft. I feel like people look at RJ differently. He's a 20-point-per-game scorer for a couple years now. Yeah, he's the third-best player on a playoff team. Yeah. Like, that's really fucking good. He was the second-best player on that playoff team last year. That's really good. Like, when we put Tyrese Maxey... Like, when people talk about Tyrese Maxey as the third-best player on a playoff team, it's like, like Tyrese Maxey is so insane. And then RJ Barrett, it's like, oh, RJ Barrett kind of sucks. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, he's... Obviously, the third best player on that yes. team. He's closer to the to their two stars than he is to the field on that team. Definitely. And like he could, like he could. I still think it's like fifty fifty, not fifty fifty. He, he has like a like a I'd say a forty percent chance of making an all star team in his career. Still, maybe thirty percent chance. I'm a little just pretty good. I because I, yeah. I love. I think his defense is going to be good no matter what. And so, like, if he can get a little more efficient, and like, I don't think he's that good of a playmaker. He can kind of no. get tunnel vision sometimes, yeah. and like. That is, like, the only thing stopping him. But we even talked about it earlier on Team Canada. He was the reason we won that OT game against I mean, Germany. He's so good. He's like, really, he's really good. so good. Where did you have him on your list? Five. You five. took him at four. Okay, okay. You just took him at four, and I had him at five. Yeah. And I went back and forth. Uh, with four, five, and six, I went really back and forth off. Um, so, but if you're taking RJ at four, at number five, I'm going to take Tyler Hero. Cool. Uh, a little bit of the hit. Funny enough, the first pick in this draft, some John Morant, somehow his team gets worse uh, when uh, when he doesn't play. Tyler Hero seemed to be like that way too, because the Heat just made the finals with him injured. That being said, um, Tyler Hero is uh, like legit, legit. He is uh, a bucket in the way of like a Jordan Clarkson, a Gary Trent type, but he's just like the best of that. Like he's getting to the he's. I would say. He's, like, at the top of that type of player, like a six-man type. Um, but, like, he's getting close to being, like, the uh, like a Paul George on offense, like, type of player. Like, he's just a, like, legit shooter. You can throw him a grenade, like, end of the shot clock, and you're happy with whatever shot he ends up taking. He's a six-man that should start, and I feel like the Heat pretty much started him a lot this year. Um, and, yeah, he's just awesome. Uh, fearless. Um Nothing. He's kind of unshakable. He's made a finals run. It was good in that finals run. Uh, and he, yeah, he's proven. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Tyler Hero. He's a he's a freaking bucket. Mm-hmm. He'll score on you in any way. Yes, I personally had not him, me, but on most <laughs> of the players, yeah. I personally had him at seven, but wow, I okay. think four through I, seven, like those four players, four through seven, yes, are all really really good. Um, I my fifth pick. Or the, the, the six, but who would have been my fifth pick? Um, is Jordan Poole. That was my sixth. Jordan Poole is in a very similar vein to Tyler Hero. Yes. Uh, they're like kind of do very similar things. Yeah. Jordan Poole 
Like, let's be real right now. And I haven't always loved Jordan Poole. I think he's a bit of a chucker. And yeah. I think he can be immature at times. And I don't think he always fully locks in on defense. Jordan Poole was the, like, fifth or sixth most important player on a championship team. Like, and he's gone and he's getting better. Like, he is... Like, you could even he, argue he's better than Clay in that finals one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's Curry, Wiggs, and Draymond. And then Looney. I would probably put Looney <laughs> yeah. probably at four. But yeah, exactly. Like Pool's and right then and there. then yeah, Pool and Clay like fifth and sixth. He uh, like the the difference between him and Tyler Hero is Tyler Hero while he is a little bit streaky, you kind of know what you're getting still. Mm-hmm. First of all, Tyler Hero, I just like to say he won uh, a leg like six man of the year, which is a tough tough award to win. Six man of the Super year, it's a very respectable. It's a legacy award, really. Like that's probably <laughs> that like defines when, when he goes in the Hall of Fame. That'll probably be the first thing that's said about him. Jordan Poole, he uh, <laughs> he's a little more like random than Tyler Hero. Yeah. He takes those deep threes and he right. makes those like flashy passes and mm-hmm. he like does like those like. Like, he, like, has a little more pizzazz to his game than For Tyler sure. Hero, which is crazy, because I think Tyler Hero has a lot of pizzazz yeah, to his does. game. Uh, well, and disrespect. I just think Jordan Poole, like, I'm very excited. I think Washington this year is going to suck. They're right. going to really suck. I think Jordan Poole is going to be really fun to watch tonight on yeah, that team, because yeah. he's going to have the keys. It's the offense. It's going to be him and Kuzma, and, like, that's it. I'm a little sad I get to talk about it on part one, but let me go back to that trade again. Uh, I don't understand why he goes to. I'm just saying, but this guy helped you win a championship, <laughs> and then right? he just throw and then he's the one you throw him to the curb. <laughs> if I <laughs> such a meme, but if I am going to go back to the trade for a sec, also, why didn't Golden State just take uh Beal? Because watch yeah, that I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know. That, that's a thinker. I think there's some picks going around there that are unaccounted for uh, okay. that Golden State might not have been able to give up. Gotcha. Because they gave up like five like second round picks for Gary right. Payton. Right, right, right. <laughs> um. Okay. So number seven, a guy who actually is kind of the flip side of the last three. Last three. Oh no, RJ's a defense player too. Yeah. But Tyler and Poole are very um. Very offensive focus. Let's go back to some defense. With um, he was seventh on mine. He's seventh on this. Is Nick Claxton? Whoa, whoa! That I didn't have that guy. No, I didn't. I had his teammate. You continue oh, that. You wow. continue that. Oh wow! Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Oh, so you had. Oh, okay. So you're playing like defense. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick Claxton. You know, uh, like it was always kind of crazy when uh, the people were like, "Damn, the Brooklyn has this big three, but like." Damn, if they if only keep Jared Allen, like that would just really put together. And then somehow Nick Claxton just became Jared Allen. Like he's just a like defensive monster. Um, um, but like for like a really good team, he was like an elite defender. Um, he could have fucked around and made an all defense team. And uh, you know he's like he's a very classic big. Um, he's the he, Walker Kessler of this draft. <laughs> the Walker, he really Kessler is. Draft. Like that's, that's but he's like a better cool. defender. I think he's a better player. Than Walker yeah, Kessler. well, just because he's further into his career. Oh, but, like yeah, he, yeah. that's like like. That right, kind right. of Rocker Kessler, Rob yeah, Williams yeah. type true, true. defender. Like, just defensive big who can run at the rim. Like, I like Nick Claxton. I think he's yeah. a solid. I think his defense is, like, really, 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 really good, good at the rim. He has, like, literally no offense, um, which is really tough. Uh, he's not even the greatest rim runner ever. He's, like, you'll have a rim run and he'll score. But, like, I've seen him really miss a lot of shit. And uh, he was really a guy that was like kind of a liability. Like you didn't want to throw it to him unless he was catching the lob and dunking it. 
but his defense is just so elite that um, I'm taking him at number seven. But I'm su- I'm su- I'm going to be surprised with your next pick because I think it's a guy that I have a tap. At number eight, I'm taking Cameron Johnson. Yeah, I had a tap. Uh, I'm not as big of a believer as in Cam Johnson. Do you want to hear my Cam Johnson over Nick Claxton? The case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cam Johnson, like, was a solid role player on like really on fucking good teams, like yep. really fucking good teams. Yep. Started games. He shoots the ball well. He mm-hmm. plays respectable defense. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. plays fine. He was the yeah. second biggest piece in the Durant trade. Yeah, other than, yeah. And, like, it's just, I think, for me, I think, like, forwards who can shoot and play a bit of defense are Mm -hmm. just a little more valuable than the lockdown defensive center. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, like, Nick Claxton was more important to that Brooklyn team last year than uh, Cam Johnson. Right. Also, Cam Johnson was just kind of getting used to that team towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it, 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 yeah, it definitely wasn't good in the beginning. Obviously, Brooklyn has a lot of faith in him because they gave him like, and I'm high on him. Like as you know, I, like from right. what I was just saying now, they give him a, like a little too much of a bag. Like we'll see. Like I think he's getting like like four years, like twenty six million or something like that, twenty eight mm-hmm. million, just a lot. So he's gonna have to work his way into that. He's a little bit older, but no, Cam Johnson is just a. He's just a really, really good role player. Like, you win championships right. with dudes. That, if he's your fourth yeah. or fifth starter... 3 and D will always be in style. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if he's, if, if he's your... If he's your fifth starter, like you might want... You might... You will probably fuck around and win a rank. Yeah. If he's your fourth starter, you have a chance. Right. You have a chance, you know? Because, uh, yeah, he was the fifth starter on some really good Phoenix teams. Yeah, finals teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what are we doing at number nine? What, at number nine, we're taking a guy... I kind of like these types of players. Uh, we were talking about them earlier when we were talking about loud players, and I was like, I like the elite defensive quiet players. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take one of them right now. In Lugans Dort. I actually just wrote Lou Dort. I hope his name's actually Lugans. Uh, it is Lugans. Okay. Uh, I didn't have him on my list, but I, I do like his game a lot. I think he's a really good defender. I love the Harden Stopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is legitimately a clutch a big game player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the biggest game I've seen him play, and he was really good. So, yep. Uh, what, there was another game. OKC, they were in the plan, right? Yeah, they were. He was also really good in the plan. Yeah, he was. He just uh, like I, I've never seen someone stop James Harden in his whole Houston career. Like I saw Lou Dorton. Obviously, it was literally in the last year of the Houston career, which was the worst team he's been on. So the easiest Harden to stop, but like. I have never seen someone give Harden that much trouble as like Lou Dort did, and um, his uh, he, he's fine on offense. Uh, passable, he, yeah, passable. That's a good way to put it. And uh, yeah, he's like he's who you want. He's like what Matisse Thybulle wishes he could be. I agree. Lou Dort does deserve to be on this list. And honestly, the guy I'm about to pick tenth is like. Fucking insane! Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, whoa, gig. Does he have the same last name as the guy you picked in the last round? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be Kelvin Johnson. No, Lou Lou Dort. Don't lie to me. You're a little bit disappointed in how good he is oh, at this point in, in his this, career. In the last couple, last year he was because like when he when he like played oh, against, he's like, when he played in that like 2020 playoff series and you're like three years from now like I would have been like yo he's gonna be like a bona fide starter on a good team right, right. and he's kind of just been like yeah it's he's just kind he's, of he's like a bit better same. yeah he's right, like a bit better and that's it true uh, I love Lou Dort 
playing for Team Canada? Yes. Sick. I mean, he's from Quebec, so I don't really like him as much. Okay. We, mm, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> you got thumbs up, but not two, not the double thumbs up. I don't know how to broach the subject of this next pick, and I think I'm honestly a little bit crazy because when I tell you who my tenth guy is after this, like, is it like I, Miles Bridges or something. This this guy is uh, injury prone. Oh, okay. But I like his build a lot, and I like his skills a lot. And I, like he's a dude who I'm just waiting for him to put it together. I'm just waiting, and okay. he's been like decent. Like it's not like he's been bad in his Actually, career. So he just hasn't really been that healthy. Uh-huh. It's DeAndre Hunter. Oh, okay, okay, DeAndre Hunter. Um, I think he's been a little bit disappointed. I think he's a little overpaid too. I think he gets like 25 million a year, right? And like he pretty steadily misses 30, 40 games every mm-hmm. year. But like he's really good defensively. Yeah, he's yeah. another guy who has that small forward build that I've been talking right. about all day. Where like like he could shoot the three ball. Like it's been very up and down in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he can right. shoot the three ball yeah, like yeah. well enough. And like I just. I don't know. I I just I think he has like a higher level that he can hit. I'm right. I'm taking this is a futures pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a way that he could turn Wouldn't his career Atlanta around. End up in a different, I feel like he was a top like pick fourth. In, yeah, okay. Yeah, fourth. Fourth or fifth. Um Yeah. Who who got left off that was on your list? Kelvin Johnson. For me it was Grant Williams. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't even have him. Yeah, I, I like I flip flop between DeAndre Hunter and Grant Williams, but I was like DeAndre Hunter has a bit higher of a ceiling. Fuck it, forget it's gotta be like the ninth and tenth picks. Yeah, but like, Grant Williams is like proven a good player on like, yeah, Grant and he's Williams. another good big game player. I missed that completely. He would have made my list. Yeah, um, but it's alright. You just completely fucked your team. You didn't do enough scouting. Yeah. The, the scouts. Do you want me to get first pick in the next one so you can do the 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 fun, even though we're ruining the order? No, no, you can do the fun. Okay, you can okay. do the fun. There, there's fun to I've be been having fun. But... There's fun to be had. Okay. <laughs> there's lots of this draft. This draft. Sure this draft has some. This heat. draft, like the top seven for me in this draft, is insanely right. good. The top seven. I'm assuming we have the, the same top, top seven, seven. All have max contracts. Am I wrong? Yeah. Actually, the top eight for my list also have max. Anyway. Yeah. The about. top like nine out of my ten dudes are making more than like. 30 million yeah um anyway that's that draft uh do we do we say who the draft order of that do we even say the draft order of the last draft no i don't think we did go for it have we been lacking uh do we do we do the one before this as well yeah no we definitely did 2021 but you need to do the ant-man okay that one was anthony edwards tyrese halliburton lamella ball desmond bain tyrese maxi emmanuel quickly jane mcdaniels Devin vassell onyeka okongo and sadiq back but this one that we just did is John Morant, Zion Williamson, Darius Garland, RJ Barrett, Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, Nick Claxton, Cameron Johnson, Lou Dort, DeAndre Hunter. Mm-hmm. And for the first overall pick in the 2018 draft, the Phoenix Suns select. It's Kevin Herter. Like, I get it. Like, I, I get it. Like, like Luca has, like, uh, whatever. He's been good so he plays far. no defense, From a purely though. upside, like, <laughs> potential. Like, honestly, who, who's get physical with him? He, he'll chuck. He's a little bitch-ass European. Who's the better three-point shooter? Catch and shoot. Kevin Herter. Mm. Preach. Better defender. And, and that's uh, Kevin Herter. And that's that's probably it. No, I'm kidding. It's Luca. It's easily Luca. It's, the dog. It's the best player that we've talked about today. Yes, he could win MVP this year. He like. I think he's legit the betting favorite to win MVP. If you were like, hey, Luka Doncic ends his career as the greatest European basketball player of all time, 
I'd be like, whoa, nice. Good for him. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, you're fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. if you came up to me and you were like, Lou Dort ends his career as the best <laughs> Canadian of all time, I'd be like, shut up. Get away <laughs> Give from me. Give me some of that weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Luca is, I mean, he's, he's like a generational, generational talent. He's yes. insanely, insanely good. A few, he's like, a top 10 player in the league pretty much every year of his career. He's so a top far. five player at this point, in my opinion. But yeah, he's a, yeah, like top oh, seven. He's, top he's, seven a, he's yeah, top four seven time all, all NBA. Yeah, in first five team. Years. Yeah, he has more, he has as many first team all NBAs as Dirk. Like, <laughs> right. and Dirk played 20 years. Lucas played like five. Yeah. Like, he's probably gonna, like, if he wins a ring, he's just the better Maverick than Dirk. For real. Which is crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy. But anyway, you... Every team wishes to draft a Luka. I did... I'm so jealous. I did leave you Kevin Herter at number two on this list, so... And I'm going to look at Kevin Herter, and I'm going (laughs) to pivot, and look at this Trey Young SGA debate, and say, fuck it, I'm taking SGA. I agree. With number two. I'm going to take the better defender. I'm going to take uh, someone who's only slightly worse at uh, playmaking. Definitely worse as a shooter, but not actually not definitely worse as a shooter. But Trey's a little bit overrated as a shooter. Um, and just a guy who um, his game just translates to the playoffs. I haven't seen him in the playoffs yet. Um, actually, I saw him once. Um, but uh, just the, that slashing build, like he will get you a bucket literally whenever you want. It's like the Jimmy. It's like he's Jimmy Butler in a in a sense. Where uh, the dude who'll just go drive at the rim, get free throws, or put it in the basket, sometimes both. Um, great defender. Very, very good defender. And underrated, too. In the same vein as, like, a Devin Booker, where people don't think of them as defenders, but they're really, really good. Yeah. Um, franchise player mm-hmm. uh, on a really good team. And, um, yeah, not much more to say. Love the guy. Canadian beauty. From the city. Him and I were born in the same city. Maybe the same hospital. I don't actually know what hospital is born. He was born in McMaster. We were born in the same hospital. I, that just dropped him on my list. <laughs> He's from Hamilton. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> um, yeah, Shay is the GOAT. He's the greatest Canadian I've ever watched play. Yeah, because we didn't, we didn't really see Steve Nash. Yeah, I saw like the tail end of Steve Nash's yeah. career, really. Um, he is so good. So good. And this is probably the first offseason where uh, taking him over Trey is a realistic thing. Right. Like any offseason before this, it would be crazy. And I think it's really close between the two of them. Uh, I agree with you about Shay. But you know what? For the sake of the pod, I'm going to play some devil's advocate. Let's go. Trey Young, I'm taking at number three. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Trey Young is box office. He is box office. He's a player. Who took Shea Gilgis Alexander as the best player on his team hasn't done shit. Right, Trey right. Young, Trey Young, brought his team to the conference finals. Right, conference on he's on, on team level. That is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, Paul George level. Like, right. he's well, Paul he's, George went through tougher. Teams he's made it further than Joel Embiid has ever made in his career. And you know who we beat to make it in that round is Joel Embiid. Right. I don't give a fuck if Ben Simmons wasn't that good in that series. Trey Young's second best player in that playoff run is like John Collins, yeah. or like Clint Capella. Right. That team is uh, Trey Young built that team in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Trey Young. <laughs> he's He's got the most limitless range in the league, in my opinion, but 
you know, if you want to say Dame, you can say Dame. And I will say Dame. Uh, but I think I, I personally think it's Trey. Um, he's a clutch player. He's very really. Clutch. He, he's more. He's more clutch than Shay. Like if they're on the he's same more team, clutch he's than Shay. Shay's really clutch. He's only Shay's. slightly less clutch than Luca. He might even be more clutch than Luka. He, I, I'm like honestly, yeah, it's a pick Yeah, exactly. but I I probably pick Luca. But I think it's really clutch. clutch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is a whole offense on his own. He's one of those players that you can like legitimately run a helocentric lineup around mm-hmm. him. He makes his teammates better. Yeah. In a way that I don't think Shea or even Luca does, and I think right. Luca makes his teammates a lot better. I think Luca's a little bit more better of a playmaker because he has a bit more of like a full offensive game where right. like he just draws more attention. Yeah. Trey's like a little shorter, you know. Yeah. But like Trey, like is like such like a floor raiser for yes. a team. Like if you have a bad, t- if you have a garbage team and you put Trey Young on it, like you might fuck around and be in the play-in. Right. And like. Like this, yeah. He takes Charlotte. If you switch him and Lamelo, he might take them to the play. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like, like you put him on that OKC team, and they probably make the playoffs right. instead of having Shea. Right. Um, I just think Shea has more upside. Is the reason I and also Trey has that massive elephant in the room that you haven't mentioned, which his is his defense sucks. He might. He's like in contention for one of the worst defenders in the league. His defense sucks. It's really bad, and that's like it's you want to win a really championship. Bad. That's going to be really tough. Yeah. You're going to have to find a way to hide him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that they brought in DeJounte Murray. Like, right. one of the better defensive guards in the league. Yes. To hide a lot of those problems. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you and, know what? Like, as we talked last uh, time, not the part one, but the time for that, he also one of those guys that doesn't miss games. I can't do words. No, he doesn't. And you know what? I've had my problems with Trey over the years. And I think that there was a period of time where he was definitely overrated. But I think he's kind of swung back to underrated now. I agree. The thing about somebody like bit. Trey is he's very... People are very opinionated about yes. him because he's a very vocal player. So cocky. And like... Like uh, the thing about Trey that I can't get out of my like brain is that he's an iconic player. Right. Like, the shit that he was doing in the garden a the couple Knicks, years ago with the Knicks. Hitting the like, shot and shushing the fans. Oh and, my and the God. whole garden's and, quiet. Like, Damn. That Philly series, he was saucing up. Yeah, Philly. he took their and, soul. Like, he takes people he's like, a soul taker. Like if he doesn't get injured if he doesn't get injured in that Milwaukee series, right. like assuming Giannis still gets injured <laughs> is the big part of that, because they both get injured in that series. The thing people don't talk about. Right. It's Chris Milton versus like the the, the shell of, of, of that Atlanta team. But if Giannis still gets injured What did they get trade, for John Collins? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like no. nothing. Yeah, nothing from that team. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um yeah, like if, if Giannis gets hurt in that series and Trey doesn't, they might have fucked around and made the finals. Right. And, and you know what? Get, like, probably not. But yeah. yeah, probably not. They, they could have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you make the conference yeah, finals. Yeah, swing the right way. Yeah, you make the conference finals. Like, Trey Young's one of those dudes where, like, like he could just go 8 for 12 yeah, from 3 in exactly. a game set. And, you're losing and then that game. Uh, you just lose that game every time. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's my Trey Young rant. Uh, there's so many good players. I left know. In this job. I. I feel bad picking one because I'm like, the other people are going to get mad at me, mm-hmm. even though none of them are going to listen to this. But I'm going to take Mikel Bridges at number yeah, four. I had him fifth. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. You know, like absolute elite defense. One of the best defenders you could ever ask for. I know we've been fucking you. You guys are probably sick of hearing us saying that, but he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like he's like he he might be better than. Uh, uh, there's a dude. He's the second best defender in this draft, in but this he's draft. pretty close. Like, <laughs> he's pretty close, that guy. And the other guy won deep point yeah. last year. So, um, yeah, and also like he just put it together offensively. 
Like, he was always pretty good in Phoenix in his limited role. And then you saw him in Brooklyn, and he's like, wow, this dude, like, can drop 30. Like, and it's not that weird. Uh, also, I mentioned a few times, elite teammate. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Talk- yeah, great guy. Hear him talking about uh, wanting to, like, make Ben Simmons feel comfortable and stuff. That's awesome. Uh, you know, really down to earth. Uh, knows his role. Smart player. Um and, like, literally one of the best defenders in the entire league. Um, I mean, he was fucking traded for Kevin Durant. Like, if that doesn't tell you uh, all you need to know. Obviously, and a bunch of picks. But still, he was the main thing that like, got traded for Kevin Durant. The crazy part about that is they got a bunch of picks from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, the best piece that they got in that trade is Mikael Bridges. Right. And they got, like, five. Probably than all those picks. They got five or right. six. I mean, like, who knows? They got, right. they got a bunch they of get picks. They get a first overall. But, like, more often than not, he's better than, like, yeah, yeah, most of those picks. And, like, we were talking earlier about, like, defenders who are quiet and defenders who are loud and stuff like that. One of my favorite brands of defenders is, like, the defenders who, like, are, like, Kind of motherfuckers, not motherfuckers, but they're always smiling, and they're just like oh, they're like yeah. nice dudes. And right, like right, you can't right. even be like him and Drew Holiday are both kind of like yeah, yeah, well, yeah. they seem like such fucking good guys. But <laughs> when they get on the defensive end, they put that hard hat on, right? And they're menaces suddenly. They destroy. You. Yeah, and I I love Mikael Bridges. I'm happy for him. Yes. Um, big bag deserved. Big bag deserved. Number five, uh, another really good defensive player. Okay. Triple J. Nice. Triple J. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is like a ridiculously good switchable defender. Yeah. He he like very much he can defend any any position. He can defend big big men. He can defend quick guards. He can defend any kind of shooting kind of wings that you have. He doesn't foul as much as he used to. He's got better on that problem. And like 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 if he was still fouling like he used to, he drops a few spots on this list. Uh, for me, but yeah. like he doesn't do that anymore. His offensive game is fairly well rounded. I mean, it's the worst offensive game of any player we've talked about so far. Right. But three of the players that like the first three picks are like three of the best offensive players in the league. Yeah. And like Mikael Bridges, like is it good. was the centerpiece of an offense of right. a team that treaded that tread water after that Durant yeah. trade. Uh, but Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, that team wins games with him as the fucking anchor on yep. that team, and like his abilities on offense to like be a pretty good passer and pretty good shooter the floor, means yeah. that you can play him with Steven Adams and not right. feel bad about it, which is sick for that team. Yep. Yeah, Jaron's uh, Jaron is elite. Depoy for a reason, reigning Defensive Player of the Year, and mm-hmm. deserved it. Uh, so I'm on six. Then. Pretty easy pick. I am up, but yeah, go ahead. Jalen Brunson yep. from the New York Knicks. Um, I had him on five. I even debated putting him on four. Uh, I debated him four or five, but I ended up at six. Right. Uh, you know, like, really good team. Uh, really good player, sorry. Made the conference finals with Luka. And everyone was like, wow, Jalen Brunson's actually been playing really good. And they trade him because, uh, I don't know. It feels like he was always going to be traded. It feels like Dallas. Well, he wasn't even traded. He left in free agency Sorry. for nothing. They got nothing for him. Yeah, he was the last big like free agent. He was the Fred Van Vliet of his, of his of free his agent class. class. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then the Knicks were awesome. He instantly became their best player, arguably. You can still argue that it's Randall. Uh, I would say it's Brunson, though, especially given their playoff performance. He's a guy that does his game does not get worse in the playoffs. Um, you know, like They needed a legit point guard, and he is a legit point guard. Um, I think he's a little skewed towards the scoring, but, like, whatever. That's totally fine. Uh, he's just so awesome. 
Really good player. Made that team so good. Honestly, like, I was like, wow, Cavs, New York, like, I feel like the Cavs are going to, it's going to be pretty easy for them. Like, the Cavs just seem like such a better team. Um, and no, <laughs> Jalen Brunson was so good. He was by far the best player in that series. Not by far, actually. Donovan Mitchell was fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's just really, really good. Proven talent. Love me some Jalen Brunson. Very, mm-hmm. very talented. Super sick offensive player. Yep. One of the I better point you, guards. You also have a decently easy one next. I do. I do have, I have, I think I have a really easy one. I, I think that, uh, Number one in the actual draft. Yes. Number seven in our redraft. It's yes. DeAndre Aiden. That's where I have it. Uh, this you have dra- seven on your list? Yeah, I do. Nice. Uh, I think this was one of the easier picks I had in the draft in general. Bridges, yes. Jackson, and Brunson I had a real problem with. Yes. And Shea and Trey I had a real problem with. Mm-hmm. And then it's DeAndre Aiden, and then it's the field. Right. First of all, if DeAndre Aiden's the seventh best pick in the draft, let me read out the seventh best picks from the drafts we've done so far. Nick Claxton, Jaden McDaniels, Herb Jones, Chet Holmgren, and then that's it. Yeah. DeAndre Aiden is crazy to be the seventh best pick right. in your draft. People, like, rag on him. Because, like, I get it. It sucks that they didn't pick Luka there. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like what we were talking about with Wiggins earlier. Like, he's a fine first overall pick. Mm-hmm. He's all right. And, like, he's, like... Of the traditional center mold that we've been talking about, like, can run the rim, can, mm-hmm. you know, like, isn't Play terrible defense. if he's in the post. Like, it, it's not like, he's not like one of the guys, like, we talked about Claxton or something like that. Where, right, like, right. Just, you're like, not going to throw it to you him. Can't you can't throw it to him. Dude yeah, you give him a couple touches a game down there. And, like, he's just really good. He plays, and he plays well with stars. Like, he's, like, like a physical screen setter. His screen yeah, setting might be the best. He's a big dude. Yeah, it might Strong. be one of the better parts of his game just yeah. because of how much it opens up other players and like right. shooting on his team and stuff like that. A little high to be picked at number one in the actual draft. Mm-hmm. Number seven, perfectly fine value. Yep. Um, and then with my eighth overall pick, I'm going to pick NBA champion Michael Porter Jr. Yep. Um... If he had no back problems, he might be the second best player in this whole draft. Um, apparently, he was really good coming out of high school and stuff. Yeah, I remember being really excited from uh, like before the like him. Him and Zion were comparable levels of high school wow. mixtape enjoyment. Damn. Yeah, like he was That's getting so buckies, bucky, buckies, and you know the worst contract on his team. Uh, but I mean, they won an NBA championship, and you like to say if you uh, win a title, then there are no bad contracts. Yeah, and. Um, an elite shooter. There is, he's like Kevin Durant in the sense of, only in the catch and shoot sense, of you can't contest him. Like, you can try to, but he's like 6'10-ish, 6'9 maybe, but really fucking tall, long-ass arms, released so high, unblockable. He talks about some shots that um, he's like, yeah, I felt like I was super wide open, and he wasn't at all, but to him it just feels like it. Um, he's literally like, you basically can't stop. Like, he is stopping himself. Like, in that finals, he wasn't very good in literally the finals. But during that whole run, he was really good. Not really good. He was good. Uh, in the finals, he was a little bit worse. But, um, you know, just elite three-point shooter. Um, he still has that athleticism in him. I feel like he limits himself to try and not get injured. But he can still yam it on people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, solid defender. Uh, Which, is so Which yeah. is crazy. Which is crazy. Because, like... He double back surgery. Well, like uh, like two years ago, like he just wouldn't like 
lock in on Michael Malone's defense. Oh, they would right. butt heads a lot. And Michael Malone like started cutting his minutes because he couldn't lock in on defense. Right. And he was not a liability in this playoff no. round. Uh, his defense is fine. I feel like his rebounding is also underrated. Like, obviously, he's True. 6'10", yeah, so you'd think so he's a good rebounder. Yeah. Because he's kind of perimeter-oriented. Like, you kind of forget about that. He grabs boards. He did. He did grab a lot, actually. That's yeah. good. That's actually important. That was probably his best trait in the finals. Yeah, for sure. Board. Yeah, he grabbed a ton of boards in the finals. Mm-hmm. Even when he wasn't shooting. Yeah. I mean, it was the reason they stayed on the floor. Right. But then you have number nine. Yeah, Michael Board Jr. was actually 10th for me. Oh, his, huh. his back problems scare me. Yeah. yeah. Scare me in a legit way. It's a scary contract. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. There's no offense. I mean, I, I didn't think of contracts when I did this, but I no, did no, think I of injuries. And no, like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but my pick would have been my eighth pick coming ninth here is Anthony Simons. Got it. Uh, he is my ninth. Anthony Simons. Uh, think about everything I said about Trey Young. Now dial it back like four notches, <laughs> uh, except for the defense part. It's about comparable, how bad <laughs> right. they are on defense. Yes. They, another guy who's garbage, garbage, garbage on defense. Let me just get that out of the way right away so I can yeah. wax poetically about him. He's a, another guy who's a bucket. Like, yeah. he's a really good shooter, just efficient from everywhere. He's got some passing chops. Uh, like, he just, you know, he's a really solid piece, and it just kind of sucks for him that, like, he has Dame playing in front of him yeah. for years, and then when it looks like Dame's finally going to leave, he has Scoot, who's probably going to play ahead of him. Right. And, like, he just kind of never gets that opportunity. But kind of like what you were saying when we were talking about Jay and Ivy way at the beginning is, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's kind of just a bubble starting point guard where it's, right. like, he's not quite good enough to be a starting point guard on a really good team, but, like, he's, like, a little too good to just be mm-hmm. your backup one. Uh, I love the way they run bench units, so he's just such a, a, a sick offensive player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolute sick offensive player, for sure. Yeah, saying uh, Diet Trey Young is a great way to put it. Uh, and then, so you say he's a bubble point guard. I'm going to go with arguably the best shooting guard, maybe of all time, definitely right now, our own Gary Trent Jr. Damn! Former former teammates, Gary Trent Jr. and Anthony Simons. Oh, in college? No, in uh, Portland. Oh, obviously. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Wow, and they're the same draft. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah both really good. Really good backcourt draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what's crazy? They drafted Anthony Simons and Gary Trent Jr. When, when the had... best two players on their team were Damian Lillard and CJ McCall by a mile. What are you doing, Portland, bro? <laughs> Can you only develop guards? Anyway, continue. <laughs> I mean, everyone here knows Gary Trent. He is in that... Jordan Poole type where you can just give him a, the ball and he'll give you an okay shot, a shot you're okay with. Um, complete bucket. Um, not not in the same way, obviously, Simons is. Uh, but he's really good uh, shooter. Um, best shooter we have, probably. And uh, other than maybe Dick. Uh, yeah, and also, team. like, a really good defender. He, you will never, he'll, he'll never be benched because of his defense. It's I think it's slightly overrated if you look at just like his stats because he gets a lot of steals. I um, agree. But it's so he's, he doesn't like lock people down. It's not like for example like when you see like Drew Holiday, like the dude doesn't even shoot. He passes it because Drew Holiday locks him down. Like Trent they'll shoot on and stuff. But he's still like very good on defense. Like very far cry from like the Anthony Simons um mold that we were just talking about. Yeah. And um you know, like uh, like we said before, three and D is a luxury. Uh, he has that, uh, and plus a little bit more. Yeah, I, the thing with Gary Trent Jr. Um, 
especially with his defense, is uh, he's his one on one defense is a little overrated just yeah. because of his defense in general. But that guy jumps passing lanes like yeah, few yeah, players yeah. I've seen. Yeah, he gets like, like an open dunk every game. Like he'll like kind of and like we kind of played a defense where it's like kind of a roam defense yeah. where you're kind of a lot of pass dudes in passing right. lanes, and he'll always just be getting his fingers in there. Yeah. And then like it, like you would think, oh, he's completely out of position, but he like moves his feet in a way on defense that so he's mm-hmm. really quick getting back into position. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a chucker. Is probably yeah, the biggest is. gripe that one guy have with him. Selection. Yeah, but, like, you got to have dudes like that on your team, Also, right? he was our guy yeah. for that. Like, it's like when they when we have five seconds left on shot clock, Gary figured out. Yeah, and if he gets hot, like, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. want him taking all those shots. Yeah. He's really, really good. I, uh, on my list, I had him replaced with a different 3-and-D dude, and that is the aforementioned Kevin Herter. Uh, which I think, like, yeah, Kevin Herter and Gary Trent Jr. feel very similar. It's like, what do you want more? The That's shooting crazy. more? Kevin Herter didn't make the list, but, like, fucking Sadiq Bay made our list. I know. This draft is insanely good. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's draft, really good. Sure. Um, I think Sadiq Bay is just straight up. I think uh, Sadiq Bay is the worst player to make any of our lists. I think Onyeko Kong was the second worst player to make any of our lists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're from the same draft. Yeah, that draft sucks. That draft sucks. Davion Mitchell's not great either. Right. IMO. Uh, but I think he's better than those guys. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, I'll read out that draft real quick. Number one, Luka Doncic. Number nice. two, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Number three, Trey Young. Number four, Mikael Bridges. Number five, Jaron Jackson Jr. Number six, Jalen Brunson. Number seven, DeAndre Aiden. Number eight, Michael Porter Jr. Number nine, Anthony Simons. And number ten, Gary Trent Jr. Very nice. And that's the last five drafts. Uh, if you guys really like it, let us know. And we can do even more drafts into the past at yeah. some point. Uh, probably not our next episode. This was a very time-consuming uh, endeavor. We've mm-hmm. just created two hour-long episodes for this you guys to listen to. Um, yeah. Is there uh, I feel like we need to do something fun at the end. We haven't talked about Plumlee at all. <laughs>